What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies. And the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus. So if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews. So check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. Hope you talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Benjamin Laufer, who's the co-founder of Gensight. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going well. Thanks for having me, Matt. Excited to have you on and learn more about what you are working on. For people that haven't heard of Gensight, what is it? What are you working on? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, at Gensight, we're helping creators better leverage data to make more informed decisions at the content ideation and production phase of their process. So right now we're working with primarily YouTubers, uh, and then we're going to be expanding out from there to podcasters, writers, and other creatives. This is great because I am a creator. I write and I have a podcast. So this is awesome. Tell me a little bit more about, at least maybe right now, because you're just working with YouTubers. How does this work? If someone was to work with you or engage you, you know, what does that look like in regards to Gensite? Yeah, absolutely. So we, we have a suite of tools right now um, and we're operating in kind of semi-stealth capacity, but our, our core product at a high level is that we are taking in data from a number of different platforms, uh, YouTube primarily, and then we're looking at that and essentially um, we're, we're taking longitudinal data across many, many creators, and then we're trying to extrapolate useful insights that can help creators make more informed decisions when they go to make their next video. So an example of that might be, okay, you look at the um, all of the thumbnails from their past video and you scrape all that information and you look at the view counts and the click-through rates and you help creators essentially better understand what types of thumbnails should they be creating for future videos to optimize for um, uh, their future click-through rates and, and video views and all of that. Um, and so what we do is essentially look at um, from, from all the data that, that is available, both third-party data and then we're also collecting first-party data from fans. Um, can creators use that to, to make more informed decisions? And can we essentially predict what they should do from all of that? And we couple that with a number of tools for the pre-production process um, that enable them to essentially um, think more granularly about what their title should look like um, and, and what their title should be, um, how long their video should be uh, at, at different moments in their, in their video, um, how should they be editing it to maximize retention over the course of it, and so uh, that's kind of at a, at, a, at a high level what we're working on. And walk me through a little bit about why did you decide to start this? What's the origin story uh, for, for, for Gensite and kind of how'd you get started? I was a, a freshman at university this past year and I was working on a startup that raised a bit of money and we were putting some of that money towards uh, influencer marketing essentially. And I began, began to, to work with a couple micro-influencers and became close friends with them just through uh, that. We were really small team. So I was handling a lot of the, the influencer marketing stuff. And uh, over time ended up 
helping them out with some business endeavors um, and ultimately became the manager of a few content creators. And I saw through working with them that uh, there was a ton that could be improved. I think this was just kind of at the at the cusp of the creator economy craze that has gone on for the past X number of months. And I wanted to kind of get my hands dirty in that uh, space. My previous startup closed down due to COVID. It was kind of predicated on, on people being able to engage in person. And so I, that was the, that was really the primary impetus. I'd say uh, zooming out a bit, I'm, I'm really interested across Gensite and some of my other endeavors um, about how, how, how I can create a landscape where um, outsiders and alternatives can find the support and resources they need to succeed. So I think creators for a long time um, have, have operated at the fringes and haven't gotten the support they need, whether to monetize successfully, whether uh, in regards to mental health, whatever it might be. Um, and I'm interested in creating a landscape where anyone, my younger sister, for example, is, is interested in potentially becoming a content creator as, as many young people are. And right now, as I, as I kind of look at how a lot of creators are looking about making going about making money it's 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 incredibly challenging and so i'm i really want to create a space where um people who want to engage in creative endeavors can can thrive and make a sustainable income um for people listening that may not be as aware of what's going on in the creator economy and the boom and the fact you just mentioned a lot of young people want to create content like they might be like what like what, what are you talking about can you kind of get give me an idea of what what has kind of gone on in the last year or two um, in the creator economy and just give us kind of a, of the lay of the land. And also if you want maybe some predictions for like where things are going um, for the, this market specifically. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the the trends in the creator space can be broadly summarized as uh, creators themselves and people in tech or people operating outside of the creator space, but building for the creator space um, have seen, um, have kind of seen themselves for creators and, and seen creators for those who are operating outside of it. Um, continue, like creators are continually moving essentially towards thinking of themselves as businesses and entrepreneurs and startups. Um, and I think one is creators have been around for, for a while. So I think uh, it isn't necessarily new for creators to be thinking about how they can make money. I think it's new for people in tech and they've seen that there's an interesting opportunity here. But as people in, in tech and, and creators included uh, are, are thinking more about, okay, uh, what does it look like for a creator to not only, to not only be a creator, but to be a CEO um, or to run a company where there are um, adjacent products, where there are um, other things that um, kind of are, are on the periphery of their main channel, whether that be YouTube, TikTok, or whatever their social channels are. Um, there is, is a ton of backend infrastructure. There, there are a ton of tools that need to be built for that. And so I think, you know, we saw, um, you, you, you see with um, uh, startups, for example, right? There are uh, a ton of tools that enable startups to, let's just take data, for example, because that's kind of in the, in the realm that I'm involved in, that enable startups to uh, leverage data to make more informed decisions. And uh, for anyone who's been involved in a startup, whether you're in marketing or product or whatever it might be, um, you're, you're taking in tons and tons of data points. Um, if you have access to them for an early stage startup, you might not have very good data, but you're taking customer feedback and you're, and you're using that to better inform how you iterate on your product or service and, and uh, you know, essentially get towards product market fit. Uh, creators don't really have that. Um, they have a bunch of data that is in the analytics pages for the platforms that they work in, but it's pretty limited. Um, and their cross-platform data is heavily siloed. 
So for creators, it's really challenging to leverage that to make any type of informed decisions. And so that's kind of one example of how even though creators are thinking about themselves like startups and people in the tech scene are building for creators as if they were companies and startups and building the tools for them, there's still a huge lag. Um, and so I think most of what's happened in the creator space has been as a result of that kind of uh, change in mindset rather than seeing creators as these, um, again, kind of people operating at the, at the fringes, um, seeing them as a, um, fundamental part of how young people engage with the world and how young people will continue to engage with the world. Um, and that uh, they, they aren't really going anywhere, going, going away anywhere soon, anytime soon. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I, I completely agree with that. And I, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what happens as kind of decades pass and young people become a little older and they become more mainstream and like almost like what happens to media and what that landscape looks like um, when it's almost dominated by a ton of just individuals, like what I used to call them, like one one person media companies. Um, mm. So it's, uh, uh, I think that's awesome. If you were to look out, you know, into the future for you specifically for, for Gensite, you know, five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road, um, what would you think, what, what would you kind of say the vision is for what you're doing? Or I guess in other words, you know, what is the big picture and what direction are you rowing in? Sure, so I think, you know, I mentioned earlier when I was giving the description for Gensite that we're particularly focused on leveraging data for the content ideation and production phase of the creative process. Um, our broader vision is how can we um, essentially take the work that a content strategist or a data scientist or, or anyone on some of the larger uh, creative teams, so take Mr. Beast or Logan Paul, or um, how can we take essentially the resources and the infrastructure that they've built and the workflow of their teams and productize that and democratize that across the broad swath of creators. And so that exists uh, not only kind of within the content ideation and production phase, but it exists for monetization, it exists for community building. And I think right now what we're seeing is that um, a lot of the, the um, a lot of what the, the, the bigger creators have learned has not kind of trickled down to the smaller creators. You know, you have within a lot of um, uh, corporate jobs, for example, there are mentorship programs, right, for younger people to be able to learn essentially the ropes. There are uh, a ton of readings you can do to better understand how to be a good PM, for example, or whatever it might be. But for the creator space, if you're going to hire, uh, you really have to learn everything yourself, unless you have a kind of informal mentor-mentee relationship with, with some larger creator. And so the broader vision is, how can we take um, essentially the, the infrastructure and the resources of the big creators and productize that for the middle class? Yeah, this is great. Um, I, I think it's a it's an important mission, an important vision, and I hope I hope it happens. But in order to kind of make it make it happen, um, you need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work and get off the ground. So my question for you is, how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you looking for capital investors? You know, looking for creators or customers? You know, how can we assist? Absolutely, and 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 appreciate you offering that. So I think there are kind of there there are two primary things that come to mind. One is that we'll be looking to hire an engineer in the next uh, few weeks. We'll be putting out a careers page quite soon. Um, and we'll be putting that out uh, after we have two drops coming out. One with, uh, which is a collaboration with a, which, with a larger YouTuber um, and one that's for helping creators on Clubhouse monetize better. And both of those we're gonna be trying to leverage some of the, the kind of uh, attention they get to, to bring on a really talented engineer who can help uh, 
build the future of the space with us. So that's the first piece is, is if you're an engineer and know someone who is in the creator space, uh, we'd love to be able to, to speak with them and, and convince them of our vision. Uh, the second one is we'll be looking to fundraise probably around a month from now. And uh, if uh, you are or know anyone who's an investor in the space and is, is excited about what our vision is, we'd love to be, uh, we'd love to get the chance to chat with them. And then if anyone, you know, is interested in what you just said and wants to get involved or, you know, chat, how can they find you online? You know, do you have a website, social media handles, email, you know, how can someone get in touch? The best place to find us, and it's a little barren right now, if you look, uh, but is gensite.app. So that's G-E-N-S-I-G-H-T dot app. Um, and you can also reach me at Ben at gensite app, uh, gensite.app. Um, there, there isn't a whole ton online you'll be able to find, but happy to have a conversation with you. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for the time.